Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is August 20th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, It was said a few days ago, actually a few weeks ago, um, if you're not wearing a mask, you're not being a patriot. Um, It's just amazing how this thing is so politically driven. And I think, I think on some levels, health and politics are um, one and the same. But on most levels, it's not. Because in my opinion, life and death should not come down to politics. And, um, you know, no matter who wins this uh, presidential election, you know, I would hope that they would, you know, put in place some kind of temporary emphasis on temporary mandate for people to wear masks, social distance and, um, you know, do uh, the washing of the hands, the hygiene and all of that. But <clears throat> You know, I just look at it as, you know, I don't want to sound too graphic or vulgar, but, you know, when a person has sex and they choose not to wear a condom, I mean, it's it's really the same thing. You know, you can save someone's life by putting a condom on, you know, if you're out there doing your thing like that. Um, but some people choose to wear one. Some people choose not to wear one. And that's how you get STDs. Same principle. You know, you are you a patriot if you wear a condom? Same thing. Really? I mean, just one covering is over your genitalia. The other one's over your face. So, I mean, the whole patriot wearing a mask thing, I get it, but it is, no. You you wear a mask to protect others, to protect yourself, and that's it. You know, I leave the, the, the political, you know, mumbo-jumbo out of it. So, let me know what you think about that segment, okay? Um... Uh, I'm beginning to think that COVID-19 is politically driven. Not that I I don't know if it exists or not, and I'm not going to take any chances. They they said that the plague is back, that, um, you know, fleas out in California gave uh, the plague to, to some dude and you know, it's crazy. That's why I don't really mess with animals no more. 
Um, but I, I think it is politically driven. Um, I, I'm not going to sit here and say the Republicans or the Democrats. I Like I've said many times, I don't officially roll with either party. You know, I like some things from each party, man. I'm not an independent because that's really a party in of itself. I'm I'm more of, I'm more of just a common sense person. You know, a problem comes your way, just use common sense to resolve the problem. You know, leave politics out of it. Leave, you know, philosophy, political philosophy philosophy out of it. You know, political beliefs out of it. Just let's just use common sense to resolve the issues in this country. Um, now, I do think I do think that COVID-19 is real, but I, I believe that there there's political uh, motives behind it. I think that, um, you know, whoever, whomever has used this pandemic to to their political advantage. Now, I, I can't say who because I don't know who, but I, I really think that that is the the reason why this is happening. Um, you know, you got people. um seeds showing up in people's mailboxes you got the plague back you got you know almost 180,000 people dead in this country man it's crazy um so I don't know you know all I can tell you do your research come up with a game plan follow your game plan that's it all right Getting to the Florida State stuff now, finally. Um, first segment, Florida State segment. I still take pride in being a Florida State fan. Well, yeah, of course I do. Um, no matter what happens, I'm not going to uh, stop being a Florida State fan. It's been a rough three years, 17, 18, 19 it's been a rough three years. Um, I don't think since I've been a Florida State fan, we've went through a stretch like this. We're talking damn near 35 years of being a Florida State fan. And um, it's rough. It's rough. We can't get the guys we want. I, we can't get the facilities built that we want. Um, we're just not competing at a high level uh, at Florida State anymore. So I, I don't know what happened. I don't know how we got from national powerhouse to national cupcake. Um, hopefully Norvell can turn it around, man. I think if he can come out there and have a good season, then the recruits will instantly come back. Um, you know, um, I have my favorite Florida State shirt that 
I wash probably every other day and I wear it everywhere I go. Um, so nothing's going to stop me from continuing to be. Um, you know, a Florida State fan. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, one of the things that has increased my pride in being a Florida State fan is that they brought the white numbers back. You know, I just, I, I didn't like the whole logo change. Um, I didn't like that. Um, you know, another another great reason that I love Florida State is that they actually went out and talked to the Seminole uh, tribe and got the okay to use the logo that they use. Um, you've heard a lot of things about um, indigenous people and how their name and likeness and image has been misused you know the Cleveland Indians the Washington Redskins the Atlanta Braves um, I actually don't have a problem with like the Braves or the Chiefs um, the old school Braves logo was very racist. The Chiefs, there's they're they're straight. I don't see anything wrong with their logo or um, you know mascot title. I don't really have a problem with the Braves. They changed the logo from that. Uh, I can't even describe it to the. Uh, the Tomahawks. I don't have a problem with them. Um, but you know I'm just glad that Florida State did it the right way and got the okay from the uh tribal um community. Um so let me know what you think about that segment. Uh, next segment. I know I did one of these uh either la- last week or the week before but it was it was last week. Um, I'm gonna look at Norvell's office again, man. I just think it's real important that the fans know what they're gonna see, you know, if the season kicks off. I, I really like his offense. I really like it, man. It's quick. It's quick. You know, you gotta have a decisive quarterback. I mean, he gets he gets all the offensive weapons involved. Um um, the other day I was watching the Memphis Cincinnati game, uh, like right here on one of the shows, one of the podcasts and, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be really interesting. You know, it's looking more and more like James Blackman is going to be the guy. And I, I really don't have a problem with that. He, he, James Blackman like I said, his his issues are holding on to the ball too long and always trying to make the big play. If he can eliminate those two things, he he will be a good quarterback. Okay? If it's not there, throw it away. Live to fight another play. 
don't don't want don't scramble because you i mean you you're you know you can't run really okay you're 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 a, a pocket passer he can move around a little bit i'm not gonna say he can't run he's not alex hornybrook okay um but you're 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 only a few steps ahead of hornybrook okay so you you have to be really decisive with the ball is basically what i'm saying dump it off throw it away whatever but don't 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 put your offense in the negative in terms of yards don't get behind the chains um the offensive line has to block better than they have the last several years even when we were quote unquote still relevant and good the offensive line still sucked so we we have to we have to change our mindset on the offensive line we have to pass protect and run block better and um I'm just really interested to see what the running game is going to look like with uh it's it's not like Kalen LeBorn was Cam Akers. He could have been better than Cam Akers, but he was a knucklehead. And you know wherever he goes, I'm pulling for him, but you know it's just messed up that he couldn't get his act together at Florida State. So uh Deshaun Corbin is probably going to be your starter. Um LaDamian Webb is probably going to be your third down guy. And then you still got Ward and Sheffield and and some freshmen that um, will probably contribute also. So it's going to be really interesting to see um, how they do that. Um, tight end, you know, he's brought in, Norvell has brought in a bunch of guys. So it's it's gonna be really interesting to see how he uses those guys, man. Um, like I said, I really like his offense. So let me know what you think about that segment. All right, final segment for this episode. One change I could make to this program. One change that I could make to this program. I, I when I wrote this uh episode, I didn't really think about what change i would make so it's gonna take a second for me to really come up with something um one change i could make to this program i mean i now i would say it would have to be realistic i'm not gonna sit here and say we get all the five stars forever no um Just elite offensive line play. I, I think that's really the key to this team. Because the defense. I mean. Willie Taggart's first year. They were on the field. Every year. Every. It, it seemed like the whole game. <laughs> uh, last year the defense was okay. Um. So I, I just feel like if we can get elite offensive line play, the sky's the limit. 
you know, that's really been our Achilles heel for the last several years, five, six years. Is we, we haven't, I mean, even during the national championship run, we were not playing elite. We were good. You know, Jimbo schemed up an offense that didn't expose the, the weaknesses of the offensive line, but. And I think Norvell is right in that same uh, wheelhouse. And he gonna, he's going to scheme up something where, okay, the offensive line doesn't have to sit here and do one-on-one -on -one pass protection the whole game. And that's what Willie Taggart's offense is. You have to have elite offensive line play to run that system Willie Taggart likes to run. Or you have to be in a lesser conference. You can't run that scheme in the Power Five. Um, unless you have very good offensive linemen But that's really any offense You have to have very good offensive linemen But you know more so That um, That uh, no That uh, one back You know No full back No tight end H back type scheme So um, Yeah so if I could make one change to this program It would be to get elite offensive line play so uh that's going to conclude this episode i hope you enjoyed it thank you for listening um it's available on youtube it's available on all podcast platforms um please wear a mask please social distance please be aware of your surroundings please uh, do your research on flu and respiratory viruses please do your research on vitamins and um, again, thank you for listening. And as always, go Knowles.